Now, Asia First on CNA 938. Moving on to something local now. You know how at this time of yeah. the year, we read about you know all those earnings reports yeah. from all those companies, uh, moving stock markets mm-hmm. from businesses all over the world. They're checking their balance sheets and it's all to make sure they are in good financial health. Well, Singstat has done the same for us, Singaporean households. That's right. Yeah. Our latest figures show that Singaporeans incurred more debt in the fourth quarter of 2023 compared to the same period a year before. Mm. Now, growth and liabilities increased 1% in Q4, reversing three quarters of decline since the first quarter of 2023. That's right. Uh, well, is this worrying? Well, Singstat says this is mainly due to faster growth in mortgage loans and a slower pace of decline in personal loans. Now, despite the higher debt... Singaporean households remain financially healthy because our assets grew as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the way forward for us, right? How do we plan ahead financially, especially as we cope with higher interest rates and higher cost of living amid uncertain times? What are the ways we can continue to be financially healthy and balanced? That balance sheet has to remain (laughs) in balance. That's why it's called balance sheet, right? So let's ask Lawrence Tan. He's content team and lead trainer at the Institute of Financial Literacy. Lawrence, good of you to join us. Thank you so much. Now, we are still financially healthy, even though we took on more debt. And it's because we have more assets as well. In what scenarios could we see this move in reverse, where what we owe ends up growing bigger than what we own? Well, hi, good morning, Susan. Uh, and good morning, Andrew. Good to talk to you again. Um, happy birthday if I missed somebody's birthday. <laughs> um, uh, good to hear from you. So to your question, I mean, is if your liabilities exceed your value of your assets, technically you're insolvent, right? Your negative net worth. Mm. Uh, so that's that's uh, I think that self tells you that is uh, you're not in, in in a good place. Um, so 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 you should. Um, uh, that's not a situation you want to go to. The, the in in terms of assets uh, and and comparing liabilities on the balance sheets, I do remember, of course, that assets um usually subject to valuations, right? And, and especially you look at property. Um, it is, it is, um, it is, it is, it is. If your property values are high, um, you, you, you probably end up taking a higher loan just to be able to afford it. So they, they both move in a way in tandem. Mm. So there's, no, it's not surprising that um, the data shows um, uh, people's loans are, are actually increasing. Right. So because you are, you are taking higher loan to afford or to finance a higher piece of asset. Mm, okay. So let's expand on that a little bit, mm. Lawrence, looking at other reasons why we're incurring more debt. And of course, also we must look at high interest rates. So how do these two yeah. things correlate? Yeah, I guess it's, um, it's a function of a high cost of legal overall yeah. um, and, and, and you know people's aspirations as well. Uh, higher interest is just a is basically the cost of uh, uh, taking on the debt, but that 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 impacts uh, our cash flows. Um, the reason for taking debts are a lot more, a uh, lot deeper beyond property. Uh, we all know that the property market, although has sort of uh, plateaued a little bit, uh, we came on the back of uh, pretty strong growth, right? So mm. therefore, it's unsurprising that uh, people are incurring more mortgage-related debt, which is probably the biggest. Uh, debt piece that most of us incur. But having said that, uh, I think you you mentioned earlier as well, quite interesting that personal loans um, 
uh, didn't decline as much. Mm. Um, and I and and I think those are the things that um are picking up more in terms of the debt. Uh, components right personal loans credit card loans motor loans yeah and, uh, and, and exactly that uh, i'm wondering if there's something to be said about the timing of mm. this increase right because we are mm. talking about q4 last year and yes. this uptick in in loans is what's happening during this time of year could it be because yeah. it was it's been spurred by perhaps the possibility of interest rates being cut later this year. So they feel like people feel like they are able to, you know, take on more loans because then, you know, it will start to normalize as the as the months progress. Could that be my, a possible my, reason? I my personal take and, and from what we are sensing when we talk to especially the young the youth, as we, we put them very loosely, um, it, it's not really driven by the, the expectation of lower rates. It's really driven by the aspirational, um, you know, people talk about experiential spending and, you know, spending for experiences now rather than later. Uh, it's very interesting, right? So you have two 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 pools of thoughts, right? There's, 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 there's one school which are talk, talking about uh, the whole fire movement of, yeah. of being very... Of, 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 uh, being very watchful with what you spend now so that you can save aggressively and and and, and retire at some 40 something um, but then you have uh, another group which you say which which feels you know you live for the moment because you know experiences are very important now rather than later you you never know what tomorrow will hold so this 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 second group uh, probably would not be really uh, driven by the possibility and at this stage it's really a possibility of lower interest rates uh, no one knows where the when the timing will be, if at all. Um, so 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 I don't think it's driven by that kind of uh, expectation, mm. but more the the aspirational aspects, uh, especially of uh, consumers who who are uh, you know. Uh, hold a school of thought that they should experience life today rather than wait for yeah the know, FOMO tomorrow. the FOMO <laughs> life <laughs> yeah experiential uh, yeah. spending is what they call it mm, mm. having said all that though Lawrence there may mm. be people who will need to take on such credit mm. uh, and incur all of this debt despite the current costly environment for sure. these people what should they consider okay so if I mean we you, you always bear, bear in mind when you take loans, you ask yourself some fundamental questions, right? Is it a productive loan? Is it something that you need to have it today? We have the, the basic needs versus wants kind of uh, issue. Mm. Um, you know, there are, there are loans which are required, obviously, for your home to, to, to you know, even to pursue an, a, an education which you, 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 you um, have thought to that is very important for you. Um, taking car loans is a little bit more... Uh, now it's not so much of an issue given you know the fact that we have very excellent transportation network but again when you're starting a family we can understand that there are some pressures uh, to have uh, a personal transportation mode so if you have to take on loans i think the most important things to do your homework do your numbers to give yourself a good sense of the impact on your budget right uh, there are rules out there when you take loans uh, from the tdsr rules to your mortgage servicing ratio rules which sort of pro pro provide good guardrails mm. uh, but at the same time you know the, you have your own expenses we all have our own expenses so you need to make sure that even if you are within the TDSR rules you're within the 30% mortgage servicing ratio or even the 15% non-mortgage servicing ratio which is people don't talk too much about it but that's also a little bit of a good guardrails because we do take on a lot of non-mortgage debt sometimes inadvertently right yeah, consumer debt yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, consumer debt, you go to buy something, you put it on installment, and then maybe the installment is not really interest-free, or you roll over some debts. These are all the personal debts which uh, are non-mortgage related, which can all add up. So, so make sure that you you keep within those guardrails in terms of the the ratios, but also make sure that you have enough buffers. Mm, exactly, your, and and that's exactly budget. what are what those guardrails are for. And and I wanted to yeah. pick up on that as well, Lawrence, because uh, some data from Credit Bureau Singapore showed that of indeed there was an increase in uh, loans for motor vehicles and housing. And mm. the the fascinating thing here is that they tended to be in the younger age group, those aged between mm. twenty one and twenty nine years old. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, what will they need to be careful about in managing such credit lines at such a young age? Because most of these would only be starting work, uh, building their careers, mm. so on and so forth. So what will they yeah. need to be, how, how careful and what will they need to be careful about? Yeah, I think the, the, the two most fundamental things are your, your source of income. Uh, you, obviously, you know, when you're young, you think that, you know, you, 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 you you have a long career path and, and nothing is going to disrupt that. But mm. we all know in these days that, you know, um, your career cycles are shorter. There's a lot of disruptive factors. So you've got to take into consideration that part as well. Second thing is, of course, the, the debt is itself, right? To make sure that, uh, you know, you, 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 you have a debt structure where the interest rate is transparent. Uh, you have buffers that we spoke about earlier in case of rise in interest rates or even unexpected expenses. Uh, but also look at the conditions of your loan, right? Uh, are you able to repay your loan quickly or prepay your loan uh, without any, you know, heavy penalties? Uh, uh, because when you're young, your your earning capacity will be really good. Uh, always, I always tell young people, when you can, retire the loan as soon as you can, mm. right? So you need to have those provisions in your loan documentation, your loan agreement that allows for that, right? Mm. So these are some things to pay attention to apart from the budgeting side looking at the, the loan structure itself that gives you uh, the maximum flexibility, uh, just not just to manage the interest rate, but also to retire the loan as soon as possible. It, yeah, you know, the thing is, uh, we want to build a buffer, don't we? Mm. Yeah. To have something in the bank, so to speak, before we spend what we think we can afford, we can afford yeah. in the future. You know, you know. But but the thing yeah. is, when you're young and starting a family, there are many things you know you want. I totally understand that. Mm. And then you move on to, I guess, middle age, and then you're a sandwich population, and then older, where you have to look after even seniors in the family. Sometimes it's difficult to build that buffer, Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is why it gives me an excellent opportunity to introduce the, uh, the basic financial planning guides that's been um, uh, issued by um, uh, a group of uh, from MAS, ABS, Money Sense Council, as well as industry practitioners. Um, so, go to uh, the Money Sense website. Um, you can get um, live stage uh, financial planning guides that gives you this sort of guardrails just across the board, not just on debt, but also across uh, financial planning uh, aspects uh, to give you um, basically in a, 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 a simple cheat sheet that allows you to um, make sure that you will stay financially healthy and financially fit as you take on these decisions, right? Whether to, 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 to buy, to take on certain assets, to take a loan to finance the assets, or should you save up as much as you can? Can you wait to save up? You know, it's all, all, it's always that tension mm. because we want things earlier, we want things quicker. Mm. Um, so, so, so there's always that tension, right? So, 
the tension is there. You just have to make sure that you 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 have maybe the guides will be a good reference points to make sure that you can navigate the tension without tipping over. Yeah, indeed, and and it's also something to bear in mind because um, there was another data point where credit card yes. debt, yeah. uh, and and this is also in a, an older age group, those in their thirties, where their credit card debt actually increased. So, yeah. um, I guess my question, just to wrap it all up, Lawrence, is. Mm. Is it too late for them to, you know, uh, start thinking about retirement planning in terms of savings while yeah. servicing debt? Because it, it's quite a balance to strike. And, and yeah. I, w- I would imagine those in their 30s and 40s with such debt, with yeah. such high expenses, also have to deal yeah. with, like Susan said, being in the sandwich generation. Yeah. So when it comes to credit card debt, the, the mantra is always that, you know, please... Uh, Try not to roll over your debt because the the interest, you know, apart from being 24, 25, 26% per annum, you know, is compounding on a daily basis and, mm. and it can it can quickly snowball very, very, very fast. Right? Absolutely. Uh, we, we we always talk about the rule of 72 to our tr- trainings to give them an impact on how quickly you will spiral. So you take 27, uh, so you take 72 divided by say 24, you know, your 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 credit card debt, if you do not pay doubles every three years. So so that's 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 crazy crazy right so mm. it's, it's, it goes economically so uh yeah credit card debt uh pay pay them off you know if you if you pay if you have to roll over you know you you, you try to squeeze as uh, make sure you pay as quickly as possible mm. um so to those are the cardinal because you it is into your future income mm, it does right it's in your future income and that's that's the the most painful part where your future income is no longer available today, mm. uh, which is which is um, uh, uh, you know it's it, it has very significant impact on, on one's financial. Yeah, health. it's a domino effect because that in turn will att- affect your yeah. assets, your savings, and before Correct. you know it, you have nothing Correct. left for a rainy day, and that is a very scary prospect, especially yeah. in Singapore in today's day and age. Sure. Lawrence, it's been wonderful to have you on our show. Thank you so You're much welcome. for walking us through uh, the do's and don'ts in managing. Uh, our debt levels. Uh, you have a good You're day welcome. and we hope to have you back on the show one day. Sure. Thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. That's Bye-bye. Lawrence Tan, content team and lead trainer at the Institute of Financial Literacy. 